What's up, everybody? Welcome to another manager training special edition. Special edition, wow. Uh, we're going to hit a great topic today, compensation and how it works here at Sandals Church. It kind of matters a little it bit. It matters quite a bit. Okay, Everyone a just perked right. up. They're all like taking notes. The note takers are out. Ooh, tell us more. Tell us mm. more. We thought it'd be appropriate to do this training while Brian and I play a speed round of Monopoly. I say speed round because that game takes six hours on average. So we're just going to play Monopoly as I don't fast even as have we an can. hour and a half for We don't even round. have a board. We're just going to make <laughs> the moves in our brain and then, uh, yeah, everyone wins. Um, <laughs> we're excited to get back to you all with another manager training today. Again, we're going to tackle the topic of compensation and some thoughts around how it works here at Sandals Church. We're going to dive right on in. So, Mr. Brian, over to you. Uh, start us off with some just some key general ideas around compensation and how we look at it here at Sandals Church. Sure, yeah, I just I want to hit a few ideas, and these are maybe less specific to Sandals Church and more just here's general ideas around how compensation works, I'll say, in the world. Mm. Um, the first one is the notion that con uh, compensation is often dealt with kind of on a spectrum between being very prescriptive versus being very individualized. And so when I say prescriptive, that means someone might have a, a compensation model like a school district or a government where they say, hey, this particular level of education and this particular time mm. on the job equals this explicit compensation level. Right. And anyone can kind of go to the matrix and figure out very explicitly exactly what the compensation is. That's a very prescriptive model. Mm -hmm. On the other end of the spectrum is a more individualized model. Um, maybe this might be more common in like a small business where they're looking just really at each individual person and determining their compensation level. So just understand that models exist in that spectrum, very prescriptive to very individual. Um, and I would say at Sandals Church, we're kind of in the middle. We combine the use of tiers and bands, um, and then we look at performance in order to uh, determine uh, value add and compensation um, and we'll get into that a little bit in a, in, a, in a minute but just understand there's a spectrum there we live kind of in the middle mm -hmm. we do not have a completely prescriptive model um, nor is it individualized meaning that there's no kind of grounding in tiers and matrices and so forth and so on mm. um, in addition to that, I would say time and tenure are not key drivers of our compensation system. Just pure time on the job is not mm. a key driver in our compensation system. The way we think about that is a little bit more around the second idea, which is the notion of a career arc around time and tenure. I've heard you mention this before, Brian. I've mentioned it a few times. <laughs> it's just understanding the career arc of an individual person. Um, and this includes the notion that um, time adds uh, experience and exposure hmm. to training and education. So training and education are very important. They can be a starting point, but um, our ability to make bigger decisions and solve bigger problems often comes with time on the job or time in the role. Yeah, and that's an interesting distinction. It's not to say that just spending more time on a job should automatically equate to more dollars for the same job, same functions, same work. Right. Same work. You're saying the time is actually the, the schoolroom, let's say, that teaches you, gives you more exposure, allows you in that time to level up the types of problems you're solving, 
ergo you may end up making more money as you solve bigger problems exactly that time is the only way to get experience and exposure as you're tackling new things solving new problems and that is what drives your ability to make bigger decisions and solve bigger problems which mm -hmm. is what increases the value to the organization which also unlocks the ability to be compensated mm. at a higher level so we think about career arc um, as a part of our compensation system and then that is tied to some um, tiers and matrices also that we use to drive uh, parity and comparison so yeah. um, those are the first couple ideas uh, next one I want to hit on real quick is this idea of um, types of roles mm -hmm. um, and just understanding that every organization has a financial model that allows certain roles to be compensated at certain levels. Yes. So if you think about um, even just our friends at Chick-fil-A, mm. um, we all love a good Chick-fil-A sandwich Every time. straight from the Lord. Amen. Um, their financial model allows someone who works at the cash register to be compensated in a certain way. Right. Now, even if that person is way overqualified for that role or has been in that role for 10, 15, 20 years, the role itself can only compensate at a certain level. And so it's important for us to understand that some roles compensate at um, uh, a certain level. Other roles we might consider, um, and maybe the idea of a breadwinner role, this is a role that is more a career role, role that we can um, support a family on and those types of right, things. Right, right. Um, so we need to understand that um, the role in a, in a, to a certain extent um, can dictate the level of compensation that is available because the model does not allow us to pay yeah. um, more than a certain role can accommodate. And if you go back to the, the previous thought around career arc, someone who says, I want to make more money might need to consider a different role during their arc versus relying on the current role they have to sort of swell over time to become the kind of wage earning role that they hope for. It might be that they have to look for another opportunity within the organization to get to the, the dollars, if you will, that they wanna, they wanna make, even, even over their career arc. Right, exactly, and that, that kind of takes us to the last kind of general idea, um, and this might sound a little bit crass or harsh, <laughs> but um, the bank account trumps all philosophies, models, etc. <laughs> right. Ultimately, if we want to get more money out of the bank account in terms of our compensation, then more money needs to go into the bank that account. Is how that, 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 that is how it works. That's how it works. So the question for yourself is, how am I helping make that happen? Mm. How am I moving up in my uh, experience, exposure, solving bigger problems, moving to higher level roles? Um, and so that's a key part of getting more compensation out of the system is how am I help adding to it. Um, and underneath that idea is just the notion for all of us that um, organization growth undergirds compensation growth. Yeah. We've got a lot of wonderful people on staff at Sandals and Absolutely. we are all looking to grow um, in our careers and our opportunities and that happens through organizational growth. Mm -hmm. As the church grows, we're able to create more opportunity. Um, and we just need to understand as we grow, there's lots of things vying for the dollars in the bank account. It's right. uh, CapEx requests, new investments into our campuses, new roles we want to add, et cetera. Um, so we really need that organizational growth to accommodate all of those things, right. as well as accommodating compensation growth 
for our staff. And this is true of every organization. Um, even Apple pays based on their operational financial performance. Right. You know, um, and we just need to understand as a church, we don't have a different set of rules. <laughs> right. Um, we've got that same set of rules. And so um, kind of in summary, I'd say, you know, we, we live kind of in the middle between prescriptive and hyper individual compensation. We're looking at folks growing in their compensation over their career arc mm -hmm. as they are learning to make bigger decisions and solve bigger problems. Oftentimes that means growing in your actual role, moving to a different role, moving to a higher role. And for that to happen as an organization, the church overall has to grow. Yes. We have to be doing the work that grows the church in order to grow our capacity to have more roles and compensate folks more. Boom. Boom. Great summary of uh, those key thoughts. Shifting gears a little to uh, more specific to our model and our philosophy um, here at Sandals. And so we're going to unpack some of these, a few basics of the way we approach compensation, specifically here at Sandals Church. We lean on merit-based compensation. So um, this is performance-driven or value-add-driven uh, versus uh, some of the other thoughts out in the world around just a, a generic across-the-board, broad-stroke uh, cost-of-living adjustment um, that other organizations and corporations might um, uh, take that approach year over year. Um, working hard, doing a great job, that's what's going to drive comp growth over the career arc. Um, again, we mentioned those uh, compensation tiers and ranges earlier on when we were talking through some of those keys. Um, and we do look at those every year. Uh, those help us to drive parity, making sure we have consistency. Um, no, no surprises is one of the things we've talked about in terms of compensation and where you might land. Um, and we use those tiers because we don't want compensation to feel erratic. Or when we get around to the merit increases every year, it sort of is, what's it going to be? What's it going to look like? <laughs> what do I need to do to get it? Um, we're, we're using those, those tiers and ranges to help us to drive toward parity and consistency, even as we uh, consider uh, merit-based increases. And that also allows us to bring in market data to just make sure that mm -hmm. we're also being competitive. We're able to say, hey, these types of roles uh, typically make the, these types of ranges. Yeah. And we're able to see, hey, are we competitive in the marketplace with other churches and so forth? Right. Um, so we do use those, like you said, for around parity, consistency, making sure that we have that across our staff. Um, but then also, are we looking at the marketplace to see if we're competitive in our compensation? Yeah. Practice? Staff might ask, how do I increase my compensation? Um, how do I see that growth happen? We touched on it a moment ago. It's really achieved by taking on greater responsibility, solving uh, more complex and bigger problems. Brian, talk a little bit about that idea. Because I, I do think we have a, a good amount of staff, as any of us would want to know. How do I grow both my compensation and my influence? Talk to that Yeah, a bit. so like you said, doing a great job at the job you have can, can slowly grow your compensation over your career arc as mm -hmm. you gain experience and exposure and so forth. If you want to more rapidly grow your compensation, that takes uh, clear delineations that you are taking on greater responsibility, mm. solving bigger problems, making bigger, better decisions. 
Right. And so a delineate, an obvious delineation is a promotion. Like you had this job and now you had this other job. Right. And now you have this additional responsibility and you're able to really just articulate what is the additional responsibility mm. that's uh, being taken on. Uh, what are the, the bigger budget that I am managing, the bigger uh, financial responsibility that I am stewarding. Um, and those are things that are providing, um, we'll say, greater uh, value to the organization that warrants greater compensation. Mm -hmm. um, and so just a, a clear delineation between the responsibility or the decisions I was making before and then now the responsibility and decisions that I'm making now. And that really requires two things. First, the individual has to grow in their ability to make those decisions. That's right. the experience and exposure. And then second, again, the organization has to grow. Right. You, you, might be re you might personally, individually be ready for the next thing. Right. But as an organization, we have to grow to the point where we have that available. So both of those things have to happen. Right. Um, and sometimes just because you're ready, if the organization isn't there yet, that does not mean, again, that there's more money in the bank account right. to come out. Right. And so we've got to be working together on both organizational growth and individual growth. And just to drive that point home about organizational growth, the reason here at Sandals that we uh, look at merit increases in the toward the let's say the end of the first quarter of each year is so that we can discern where we landed the previous year. Right. <laughs> That's somebody asking, why do we do increases now? It's so that we know what's in the bank account from the previous year. And then as we do our uh, compensation review, we have that information in mind versus trying to make decisions like this in the fall before we've even seen where we've landed as right. an organization. Which we used to do, which just wasn't the best, wasn't the best practice. We said, hey, we're, we're going to really understand mm -hmm. where we ended up before we start making decisions about what we can do moving yeah. forward. Yeah, so. awesome. Um, our uh, two approaches, the primary two approaches, and I'll mention a third in terms of how we actually uh, tactically go about compensation increases. So we've touched on it a couple times already in this uh, time. Uh, our merit increases, um, that is uh, derived from an annual pool of dollars um, assessed to uh, performance increases, performance tide increases. So you're doing great. And Brian, you'll kind of break that down in just a moment in terms of what percentage you might get relative to your performance. That's the merit increase. Um, then we do uh, what we call you know, the, the traditional raise. This could be uh, a bump that we do throughout the year, not tied to a particular time of the year like merit increases are. This might be, again, in recognition, as you mentioned, of taking on more responsibilities, a promotion, starting to oversee direct reports, that would constitute a raise and that could be assessed any time throughout the year. Uh, this one, the next one I'm going to mention, um, can also happen any time throughout the year and that's a spot bonus. Uh, this is something given when you are being recognized for going above and beyond in a specific thing. So we might not think about your entire year performance and go, here's a spot bonus. There may be a bonus for that, but this is tied to a task, a particular project an initiative that you went above and beyond, and so you receive a spot bonus uh, for that. Right. Um, taking us home, uh, Mr. Brian, into the merit pool idea and the percentage increases relative to that. Um, talk a little bit about what staff could expect to see based on their performance when it comes to a merit increase. 
Sure. Uh, so we want to just help drive hopefully a little bit of alignment before conversations happen between supervisors and staff. So there's a general understanding of what we're looking at going in because again, we don't want compensation to be mysterious <laughs> or erratic or something like that. Um, and I'll just start by saying we do at, at Sandals, um, we do have limits to what we can do. We uh, just as a, a mm. best practice, we cap our staffing overall costs at a certain percentage of our budget. Yes. And so that begins to create the constraints that we use to ensure good stewardship. Which is also very common in any or corporation organization. Any organization. There's a percentage cap versus revenue brought in tied to staffing that helps provide the constraint as you mentioned. So, so we are managing lots of trade-offs each year around what investments we want to make, what campuses we want to launch, what ministries we want to grow uh, in terms of their budget. And that helps drive us to that merit pool that you talked about. So there are constraints that we use to help us steward well. Um, so we, we just need to understand that from a starting point. And then when you think about kind of the increase that you might anticipate, um, there is a reality that in some cases a 0% increase is warranted. Um, that can happen simply because you might be at the top of your, your pay band for mm -hmm. the role that you have. Um, again, if, if uh, coming back to our Chick-fil-A example, <laughs> if that's the role that you have and the role you're still in is, is that cash register role, it stops somewhere in right. terms of compensation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we just have to understand that it stops somewhere and we have th that same uh, reality here. So sometimes that's the case, you might be at the top of the band. Um, and then of course, if there's poor performance challenges, which is uh, obviously very rare for us, thankfully, mm. um, there might be a case for uh, a 0%. If you're doing good in the job that you have, that's kind of somewhere in the low to mid single digit range. Just so that people understand in a broad sense, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, a good work performance is generally in kind of the, the low to mid single digit range. Mm -hmm. um, great job performance might be in that uh, closer to the top of that mid single digit range kind of in that area and we're talking um, percentages percentage still. wise yeah, yeah, like percentage so wise. yeah uh, single mid single digit might be four to six percent um, great performance could be up to kind of where our pool is at that year based on our finances sure, right or kind of in that range um, and then if you're looking for things beyond that um, beyond kind of that pool that we are working with right that's really the category of a raise for promotion, increased responsibility, decision yep. making, etc. Sure. Um, so just try to kind of land that plane a little bit. Um, good and great performance in the job you have yes. is probably in the low to mid single digit range in terms of a percentage increase. That's what our pool typically is. Yes. Um, and then, of course, it, it's driven by our finances and so forth and so on. Yeah. Um, so as you guys are getting to read together to have those conversations, we just wanted to bring a little bit of clarity to um, kind of the the ballpark that we're playing. right and and what it means and what it should what it should communicate. And obviously, none of this is shared sort of in a void or vacuum. It's tied to uh, our annual review process, which is why we sequence it at that point in the year. Right. So that there's a good conversation around performance. <laughs> um, we added in uh, the element of um, uh, landing your even rating a rating of your performance through the year uh, that both you as a as an employee and the uh, supervisor both give. 
um, to help us drive toward better alignment on how am I doing? Right, and, <laughs> and then are we both seeing it the same way, right. <laughs> talking about it the same way, yeah, and so forth yeah. and so on. Yeah. And I, I love the work that we've done on on even outlining uh, this training and the compensation uh, notes and, and the processes we brought it together because this is an idea that you've shared, Brian. Uh, one of the ways that we can um, really uphold our value of honoring one another is around bringing clarity and not having there be surprises when it comes to compensation. Our compensation system as a whole, we view as honoring our staff because it's clear, it's routine, we've, we've organized it, we're adhering to it. Um, any other thoughts yeah. on that note? Because yeah, I really have loved yeah. that tying into a value. That's great, because um, yeah, sometimes we talk about um, how do we honor people with compensation? Mm. And we'll, we'll probably get into that in another yeah. training, but um, we honor people in compensation by honoring this system that we believe is thoughtful and strategic and competitive. Yeah. And uh, we honor people by honoring that system and making them aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, buddy. That is all for today. Um, we'll be diving into another topic again soon, as we always do, Brian. There'll always be more. <laughs> always more for us to discuss. Indeed. So thanks for your thoughts on this today, Brian, and, and your leadership in this. Um, hope everybody has a great day, and we'll catch up soon.